and welcome back to the Earth on Survival Guide, the podcast for all disciplines, paths, players, and game masters, and the questers that are Josh and Dan. I am Dan. I am Josh. Uh, my co-master over there with me. Um, we are going to harken back to episode one, four, 14. So we're on 108 now, going back 90-some-odd episodes to episode 14, The Archer. So tonight will be all things archerial, but first, we have an announcement to make. We are going to be going to be doing a live podcast uh, at FredoniaCon on February 20th, 2022. So we are asking people for any and all questions you have ever had to ask Josh and or me, mostly Josh, um, for to fill content for the one-hour live podcast on Sunday. So get us your emails to edsgpodcast at gmail.com, and we'll get them read live on the air. And even if you don't attend the con, they'll be going out in the feed on a regular podcast. We'll get that one out there as a special episode, so you will not miss it. Promise. Yes. Of course, for all things uh, FreedoniaCon, you can visit the website at FasaGames.com or check out the Fasa Games Discord. There is a link at FasaGames.com, which is an open invite that'll take you right to the server where you can join the occasional madness. Until then, until the live episode is uh, underway, we will get to uh, part two of everything Archerial and talk about the higher circles of the Archer, beginning with the uh, Warden steps and talents and uh, all manner of things. So how about we just dive into that? Any other announcements we need to make? Not that I can think of right now, no. Fair enough. All right, here we go. Um, at ninth circle, the Archer gets this fantastic ability called the Bloodbound Bow. Yes, this is an ability that gives the archer bonuses to using a specific weapon. They perform a ritual and attune to a specific bow or crossbow or whatever their chosen missile weapon is, but it is a specific individual item that they bond to. Costs them one point of blood magic damage. It doesn't need to be done when they first become a warden. But it commonly is because it is such a useful ability. Once they have performed this, so for the one point cost of blood magic, they get a plus three bonus to all attack tests they make with that particular weapon. Only one weapon can be bound in this way at a time, but the archer can end the effect whenever they wish, heal the damage, and bond to a new bow if, for some reason, they want to change the one that they are using. Using. Yeah. <clears throat> Fair enough. I forgot to ask you to give us a 60 second or two oh. minute recap of the discipline yes. of the archer so that we can kind of link the former episode to this episode because it's been a while. Uh, the archer years. is the specialist in all <laughs> things ranged combat, focusing generally on bows and or crossbows, but really any kind of ranged attack is their focus. They have very strong secondary themes of investigation and perception and awareness because by nature of being an archer and the need to look at things at a distance in order to shoot them, they have enhanced abilities along those lines. There's also sort of a, another theme of air and wind that is involved, which makes sense because of the ammunition that they fire traveling through the air to reach the target. 
Uh, at ninth circle, the Ar archer also, by the way, gets the ability to spend a karma point on recovery tests. And to Josh's uh, point, two podcasts ago was if they hadn't gotten a point to spend on recovery tests by ninth circle, ninth circle is where they get it. So that's what happens there. But their discipline talent is a brand new one called blind fire, which I just love. Blind fire is a sort of radar ping kind of ability. It allows the archer to sense unseen opponents. They make a test against the target's mystic defense. If successful, they are aware of the target's location and may make ranged combat attacks against them as if they were visible until the end of the round. It overcomes modifiers as a result of darkness, concealment, stealth. It does not overcome cover. So if the target is not seen because of Blast they're hiding behind a wall or an overturned table or an overturned table, they do still gain the benefits of that cover. But the archer also has talents that allow them to overcome cover bank shot and stuff like that. Yeah. Bank shot <laughs> is the one that immediately comes to mind, which is available actually at a lower circle. Exactly. Um, so they should already have that ability. Yes. Yes, they should. But if someone is invisible or, otherwise concealed or hidden in some way because of darkness or fog or any other situation like that, they magically are aware of where they are and overcome the penalties associated with such status. Exactly. So on to 10th circle, uh, should you get there? And we all want you to get there, by the way. Uh, the I also do want to mention, of course, the uh, the kind of closing bit in the um, description of blind fire is uh, blind fire is very effective when used in combination with bank shot and or true shot. <laughs> Look at me pulling that one out. Uh, yes. Tenth circle. Uh, the archer gets a second bonus to their mystic defense now at a plus two from the original number. They also get a plus one to their mystic armor for the first time. So that's also very useful to have. Uh, and their 10th circle discipline talent is a new one. Spirit strike, which just sounds vicious. Yeah. Spirit strike allows the archer. And this is a talent that's actually available to a couple of other disciplines as well. Yes. But it allows the archer to attack the target through astral space. So they make the test. This acts as the attack test. So they wouldn't normally roll missile weapons or something like that. They'd roll spirit strike instead. Yeah. The weapon disappears, entering astral space, and then reemerges sort of after the attack. Damage is dealt as normal. The adept does need to use some form of astral sensing to perceive the opponent or they suffer a penalty on the attack. So basically, like, they need to uh, use astral sight if they have it or matrix sight, you know, some kind of talent that allows them to sense the target astrally. They can attack targets in astral space with this talent if they are aware of them. So we talked a couple of weeks ago about the wizard. Yes. And matrix sight, like, allows you to potentially attack a target's matrices. This is one of those talents that would allow an archer to specifically target a wizard's spell matrices in order to damage them and potentially dislodge spells or disrupt them or whatever. With a bow and arrow. That's actually pretty with cool. With a bow and arrow, yeah. <laughs> or any <laughs> or other crossbow. ranged yeah, weapon. whatever. But still, as rudimentary as it sounds, that, yeah, not a bad thing to have, spirit strike. Uh, 11th circle. Also, this means that if you have a spirit that is just lurking in astral space rather than just being manifest, this yeah. is a talent that could attack them. If you are aware of the of the target's presence, 
then you can use this talent to to hit them. Yes. So the archers have just now reached a 10th circle level of cool. So just going to say that there. Uh, on to 11th circle. The archer gets a plus one to their social defense. First ever bonus for that for them. And their karma ability, uh, they can now use karma once per round on a perception-based test against an opponent they have damaged since the beginning of the previous round. So they can now notice other stuff against one opponent or so. Not bad use of karma. And their discipline talent is a new one called Eagle Eye. Yeah, we'll get to Eagle Eye in a moment. Note the phrasing of the karma ability there. It's once per round on a perception-based test, Mm -hmm. which means that any talent that is based off of perception, they can spend a karma point. So Mystic Aim, for example, which is a perception-based test Mm -hmm. as a talent would allow a point of karma this karma ability would then allow an additional point of karma to be spent on that but it's any test that is perception based so if you've got skills that are based on perception which you normally wouldn't be able to spend karma on this is an ability that would allow you to spend a point of karma if you have damaged them a creature analysis i think that's an important sort of thing to to keep in mind there with that eagle eye is a talent That's the first that we've talked about here, but this is not a, I mean, this is a talent that goes back all the way to first edition. Yeah. It gives the adept a bonus to all awareness tests equal to their rank in eagle eye uh, to anything that is 30 yards or more away up to a maximum of 100 yards times their rank in eagle eye. So the higher the rank, the farther they can see. This talent also, when it's used, negates any penalties associated with range for an attack. Very nice. So you could be at the maximum range for your weapon, Mm -hmm. and you would not suffer the the negatives to your attack test that you would just by taking the the point of strain to have this bonus. Very nicely done. So a nice little boost there to the uh, archer's abilities. We kind of are looking at here, you know, one of the things that kind of ends up being a potential downside for archers as ranged combatants Mm -hmm. is that there are a bunch of things that would apply as penalties to their attacks. When you start talking about range or cover or concealment or darkness, Darkness, some of which affect other disciplines as well, but is much more of a difficulty in some ways for the archer, they are getting talents and abilities that allow them to overcome it. You've got bank shot, which allows you to overcome cover. You've got eagle eye, which allows you to overcome the penalties associated with range. You've Mm -hmm. got blind shot from, you know, an earlier circle that allows you to overcome darkness or other concealment penalties. Yes. You know, you get long shot, which I think is a, is a lower circle talent as well. Correct. That allows you to extend the range of your, weapon even Mm -hmm. farther and so you just kind of start stacking all of these abilities and bonuses that allow you to overcome or basically ignore all of the penalties that would normally be associated (laughs) with cool stuff that you're trying to do yeah so you control your actual step instead of having all these modifiers attached to it so very cool love doing that uh 12th circle the archer gets a uh, plus four to their physical defense from their original number. So you take the highest, of course, bonus that you get there. Uh, and they also get a plus two now to their base initiative step. So 
they really get to go, I can't say first, but they're trying to go first. There's a nice little uh, enhancement to that. And their discipline talent is missile lock, you know, like Top Gun. Missile lock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the adept as a simple action marks the target and establishes a link between themselves and the target. Mm -hmm. If successful, the target is marked and the adept is aware of their direction and it provides an additional bonus to mystic aim tests that they make while the target is marked. They also know the distance if the target is within a hundred yards times their rank in missile lock. Yeah. Similar to blind fire, you know where the target is. It provides you some bonuses to an earlier talent. Again, seeing that sort of mechanical development idea that we come across with a lot of these higher circle abilities that enhance the use of earlier, more basic core powers of the discipline. So in addition to all those really cool new ones you get at 9th, 10th, 11th, and 12th circle, there is, of course, the option pool to draw from. And there's 10 at the warden level, but five of them are not new. So we'll kind of gloss over those just to save some time for the ones that are new. So options available to the archer at warden circles, uh, 9th and above are astral sight, lasting impression, life sight, true sight, and wood skin. Very cool for an archer to have wood skin. Uh, but here's the five new ones. Before we get into the new ones, you will notice, you know, Astral Sight and Life Sight, those are and, both and true astral sight. sensing abilities and that would work. True Sight allows you to overcome illusions. illusions. Sorry. It right. gives you a bonus to, to sensing illusions. But those first two, Astral Sight and Life Sight, if you don't already have it through some other method, mm -hmm. would be really, really useful for picking up in combination with Spirit Strike. Yeah. Because those allow you to sense the target astrally. The one that you choose, I think Astral Sight is generally a, a little bit more broadly useful. Fair. But it does not see through things the way that Life Sight does, even though Life Sight is a little bit more limited. Just when you start kind of looking at your options, it's maybe not a bad idea to consider whether you want to pick one of those up. Fair. Uh, and then Lasting Impression in Woodskin, I think also... Woodskin especially beneficial if you're doing a more combat-based uh, archer. Yeah, woodskin is nice if you find yourself in a situation or you're in a group where you're likely to end up seeing more physical stuff, then it might not be a bad idea to, to pick up. Lasting impression is decent if you've got a character who is expanding some of their abilities into a more social sphere, but that's absolutely an optional thing if you are going with a more sort of combat-focused Build. approach. Yeah. So onto our five new ones that the archer gets are, uh, and we'll just do these one at a time. So chameleon. Chameleon is a concealing talent. I mean, it's exactly what it says on the <laughs> tin. It is an illusion, but it allows the adept to blend into their surroundings. Any test that the character makes to avoid detection gets chameleon as a bonus to those tests. Yeah. Uh, and if anyone uh, like me has the thought running through their head from the old tick cartoon, you can't do plaid, but that's just me. So anyway, uh, onto the next talent option, critical hit, critical hit. I think we actually talked about with the air sailor. Mm -hmm. I think it's actually available with them. If you score 10 
or more, so two extra successes, successes or three successes total when you attack a target, your damage is increased by your rank in critical hit. Yeah. And uh, no additional cost. You just need to meet that success threshold. Yes. Our, uh, air sailors get it at master uh, circles. Archers get it at master warden, tier, yeah. sir, warden tier. So not bad. Uh, new talent as well from the option pool, defensive posture. Uh, defensive posture, I believe, also shows up in the air sailor Yes, they actually swapped because they, they, they get it at Warden tier and Archers get it at, at Warden tier as well. So, yeah. So this provides a bonus to any tests that would improve physical defense, avoid blow, um, acrobatic defense, anticipate blow, you know, anything like that. Yeah. It provides a, uh, a bonus to those things. Fair. Uh, next talent option, Ethereal Weapon. Ethereal weapon is another of these sort of mystic attack type talents. Uh, this one is in as an option largely to prevent just doubling up to very similar things. It can be particularly useful. The difference between this and spirit strike is that ethereal weapon, it targets mystic defense, but the damage is reduced by mystic armor instead of physical armor. Spirit Strike is an actual attack. Ethereal Weapon is an enhancer. Yeah. So basically what happens is you make the test and the damage goes against Mystic Defense and it provides additional damage bonus above and beyond the normal damage bonus that you might get for successfully attacking. So this nice. is a way to really <clears throat> spike the damage. Like if you're going for a really combat heavy build. Mm-hmm. This combined with critical hit can really like Bring spike <laughs> your damage potential. It's also not a bad one to pick up because it does mean that you're going against mystic armor and mystic armors frequently tend to be lower or you might have care, you know, might have somebody that is has a much higher physical armor than a mystic armor. And this is a way that you could potentially get around the damage reductions that come about as a result of that. Yeah, fair. Like spirit strike. Ethereal Weapon also allows you to attack targets in astral space if you are aware of them. Nice. So again, you know, spell matrices, spirits, you know, anything that's that's purely in, in the astral is also targetable by this Ethereal. ability. Yeah, very cool. And the last uh, Warden talent option for archers is something we previously talked about, Matrix Sight. So again... Um, astral sight, life sight, matrix sight, true sight, whole bunch of, you know, vision options, uh, at warden tier. So, so matrix sight is the one that specifically allows you to see and therefore target spell matrices. If you are looking at potentially specking yourself out to be a anti spellcaster archer, <laughs> because spellcasters li likely tend to not be up in the, the scrum and tend to maybe be a little bit farther away, especially when you're at these power levels where they can have extra threads to enhance the range on their spells and things like that. Maybe you want to take matrix sites so you can specifically defang enemy spellcasters by mm -hmm. destroying their or damaging their matrices. It does not have the flexibility necessarily that astral sight or life sight does in terms of your ability to target individuals, but it does provide you that anti-magician capability. Absolutely. On to 13th circle and the master tier 
talents and master tier abilities as well. At 13 Circle, the archer gets this wonderful thing called Perfect Shot. Yeah, this is even more damage potential <laughs> output for the archer. Once per round, they can spend strain up to their perception step before making a ranged attack. If the attack is successful, each strain increases the damage by plus two. This is in addition to whatever other damage bonuses may apply. So if so you, you take some strain at these high circles, probably got a healthy amount of strain that you could potentially play around with oh yeah. to increase your damage output even farther. Yeah. So let's say your perception step is a seven, you know, average-ish, and you take seven points. Well, in- for an archer, you probably are wanting to look at, um, unless you're going with a somewhat unconventional build, you're probably looking at a step seven or eight yeah. perception at this point. Fair. I was just gonna go with seven because it's a nice, nice, easy number. Uh, therefore you take seven points of strain, add 14 steps to your damage on top of whatever other bonuses you might acquire and, and you know, rolling generate your, rolling your target. Yeah. So, uh, just take seven points strain, add 14 points of damage. Yeah. That's how that math works. Or if it's eight, eight uh, points of strain and 16 steps in damage. So, uh, play or with you don't even need to spend the maximum amount. No, just saying. You don't have to max it out all the way. But we know people, they will. <laughs> if you can afford all that strain, take the strain. So they get perfect shot at 13th circle just as something to do. Uh, they also get a new, the, their, def, their mystic defense gets up to a plus three from the original uh, value. And your karma is now, it's actually from a D6 to a D8. Um, right, and a step four to a step five. Thank you. Uh, and they also get the additional recovery test per day now. And then at 13th Circle, one more thing they get, Discipline Talent, Influence Missile, a newbie. This allows the archer to take control of a ranged attack fired by someone else. They need a higher initiative than the character who is making the attack in order to be able to do this. So they can't use this to interrupt a faster character's ranged attack, but anybody slower than them, they can mm-hmm. do this and they need to be able to sense the, the attack in some capacity. Was this the, is this just the renamed version of warp missile from earlier editions? It rings Possibly. I haven't looked back at the rules of what warp missile were, but, they roll influence missile against the attack test that was rolled. Mm-hmm. And if the attack is being made against them, then it's just a straight comparison. If it's being made against somebody else, then they need an extra, they need an extra success. So they need to beat it by five. Cool. But if successful, they take control of the attack and direct it away from the intended target. Potentially, if they so desire towards a new target that is within the weapons range including perhaps the character that fired it in the first place. Basically, the result of their influence missile test is used as the attack test against the new target. Damage is based on the firing character, not the archer who used the talent. Yeah. But somebody throws an axe at you or fires a bow at you or Mm -hmm. one of your companions, you could potentially take control of that ranged attack and, you know, mess up somebody else's day. Yeah, it looks like you're using the force on that one. And I can see that cinematically playing out in my head, you know, in, in the fantasy realm that it, it would take place in. Yes, that would look awesome. 14th circle, 
The archer finally gets the total of plus five to their base physical defense from the original. Uh, they also get a plus two to their mystic armor from the original number. Uh, and their discipline talent is the brand new snapshot, a hunting term. Oh, snapshot. Yes. Okay. If you see the one hour, if you see the Robin Williams movie, one hour photo, they, he explains how snapshot is a hunting term. Original photography. Anyway, go for it. This allows the adept to make an instant ranged attack. It can preempt another action, but not interrupt one in progress. So, as the example provides, they could use snapshot before the t- before a target makes a melee weapons test, but if the test has already been made, they can't interrupt the damage test. Oh, fair. Okay. If the desired target is attacking with a sword and they have rolled the melee weapons test, then you resolve whatever the effects of that might be before you resolve the effects of snapshot. So you want to make that call before they take their action, perhaps, Mm -hmm. if you want to stop them from doing something. Sounds like quick draw McGraw here. (laughs) Yeah, it's otherwise made like similar to an attack test. So if you deal damage or have a wound or knocks, knock them down or whatever, those consequences may come into effect as a result of what they may be trying to do. And it can only be done once per combat round and can only be used against targets with a lower initiative. Again, this is where the archer's theme of speed comes into play, Mm -hmm. where you've got those initiative bonuses. You probably have an initiative boosting talent, probably have Tiger Spring pick up there, or maybe magic items or something like that that might be increasing your initiative and your speed as well, so that you have the ability, much like Anticipate Blow requires a higher initiative, there are a few archer abilities that play off that idea of the archer being able to go first and thereby react to uh, what other people might be doing. Mm -hmm. So that's 14th circle. You're almost at the pinnacle now. So 15th circle, the final uh, bonus to the archer's social defense is a plus two overall from the original number. And your initiative is a final plus three steps from your base initiative step. So if you're not going first by now, you're in trouble. Um, but your discipline talent is the ever versatile multi-shot. Yes. Multi-shot is the straightforward claw frenzy of missile weapons. Mm-hmm. This uses the mechanic that was developed for the companion for most of these multi-attack talents that I kind of wish we had come up with when we were working on the player's guide. So we could have applied it to claw frenzy. Yeah. But the idea is that the adept chooses targets, makes a multi-shot test. For each success that they score, they get the ability to make an additional second shot. So they still use second shot as the additional attacks, but this basically allows them to do that multiple times. They choose however many targets they want to make they make the the multi-shot test against the highest physical defense amongst the targets. Mm-hmm. And for each success, they can make an additional second shot. Yeah, that doesn't suck. And it does cost some <laughs> some extra strain for those additional shots on top of that. Yeah, but you're 15th circle by this point. You got some str- you got some some wiggle room on your strain. You can soak. Some. Yeah, you've I mean you've got some strain to burn. You've got the possibility once you've got a few ranks in this and can get good successes mm-hmm. to be able to make multiple attacks yeah so not nothing there to slouch at so that's the pinnacle of 15th circle but 
At 13th, 14th, and 15th, you, of course, get some talent options. And you only get three of these, and there's, I think there's eight total, uh, as usual. Uh, two of them are not, are, we've talked about before, Lionheart and Orbiting Spy. I just love the fact of an Orbiting Spy, like a spotter for an archer. That sounds kind of cool to me. Uh, Lionheart is, of course... The Orbiting Spy, incidentally, can also see into astral space. <laughs> Look at that. So, Yeah. Trust the archer's eyes. Going to go with that one. Uh, so of the rest of the master talent options, all of these are new. We've talked about a couple before, like Relentless Recovery. At least new recovery. in the companion. Yeah, at least new in the companion. Relentless Recovery, we've, we've covered. Second Chance, we've covered. That's your, oh, my oh my dice suck today. Uh, and Soul Aegis, we've covered. But I think the last three are fairly new. So Venom. Yeah, Venom is new. This allows the adept to add a poison to their attacks. It follows the rules for poisons and adds a damaging poison onto an attack. Look at the rules for poisons in the Game Master's Guide to understand oh, what the mechanics of that yeah, are. Yeah, totally. But still, you get to add poison, lickety-split. Not, not too bad at all. Yeah, one of the things that I want to mention with regards to Venom, um, when that starts getting into high ranks, it gets really, really nasty mm -hmm. because there are two things that are based off of the character's rank. The step of the venom itself is toughness plus rank and the interval, that is the number of rounds that the poison effect lasts is the rank in venom. Once you get that up into high ranks, the target would need to make a resistance test against, you know, let's say even if you've only got a rank five toughness, let's say you don't even have that very high, yeah. but you get up to a, a rank eight or nine or 10 poison in the talent you're looking at a step 15 Ooh. as the tar you know target number of 15 for the resistance test it does step 15 damage each round for 10 rounds if you're looking at a rank 10 significant that's a lot of potential <laughs> damage output if you throw that on something that does not have a particularly high toughness or ability to resist the poison i mean it is circumstantial the the utility of it will depend sort of largely on what you're going up against mm -hmm. creatures with high toughness steps that would be likely to resist it might not be as useful you know horrors stuff like that mm -hmm. dragons and and other you know master tier creatures <laughs> tend to have really high toughnesses and therefore might have a pretty decent chance of resisting it but against other stuff um it could be crippling yeah so that doesn't because you only need to hit once fair yeah because the the venom and the poison will take care of that take care of itself for a few rounds after that so uh on to vital strike vital strike allows the adept to spend a recovery test to deal additional damage if they successfully attack mm -hmm. they do the normal damage they spend a recovery test and then roll Vital Strike and deal that as additional damage. It's considered a separate damage test resisted by Mystic Armor. And it's possible that it could also inf inflict a wound. Damn. So it's it's nasty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As if the Archer doesn't have enough stuff to spike their potential damage output. Yeah. They've kind Vital of Strike. 
if you've got a higher toughness, uh, can fuel some really nice additional damage on top of that. Yeah, I think they've kind of gone from the pea shooter at first circle to like, uh, you know, slinging billiard cues in mid-range, ninth, tenth circle, to firing off the howitzer here at 15th. So just, that's my analogy. Uh, and the last master tier talent option, Vital Ward. Vital Ward is the defensive counterpart to Vital Strike. Mm-hmm. The Adept, again, needs to spend a recovery test in order to power the ability, but they spend the recovery test to add their rank in Vital Ward to any kind of active defensive test. Avoid Blow, Resist Taunt, Repost. Mm -hmm. I would actually consider Influence Missile to be a defensive one in this case, Mm -hmm. because you are using it to potentially defend yourself. Use those recovery tests potentially to grab a little bit of a bonus to your defensive capability. Not bad at all for the archer. Like thoughts on knacks that might be beneficial to gain from these new talents. Uh, I don't think we've done those in the previous two, and I'm sorry about that for all the listeners who might have some questions. Email them to us. But I think this is a wonderful little option list of talents that the archer gets. Yeah. Like I said, to increase A, their damage, their sights, their capabilities. One of the things that maybe we can talk about in that regard is I was looking back at the previous edition talent lists. Mm -hmm. And people who are familiar with the previous talent lists may notice that there is a talent that was available in earlier editions that was not mentioned as part of the list there. Uh, In third edition, it was the 15th circle discipline talent for archers, and that is Windbow. Oh, yeah. Windbow is now a knack. It is based off of missile weapons talent, requires a minimum rank of eight in missile weapons, but it allows the adept to make missile weapons attacks without actually needing a bow, crossbow, or other device to fling the ammunition downrange. And so rather than being a separate talent, because it's not necessarily something that would be relevant to everybody. Fair. It's now a knack. It's still a really cool ability. Yeah. But now it's something that you can pick up and it's just based off of your missile weapons talent, but it allows you to throw ordnance downrange without needing a uh, an actual device to like, do that. It's like playing lethal air guitar. <laughs> I didn't really look through the, the knacks much at all. No, I just surprise question. Cause I knew we had, we forgot to do it for the air sailor and the wizard. So that's my fault. There's a knack for, this is a low, like it's the free talent call missile, but there's a knack that when they get up to, to rank six in call missile or basically six circle as an adept, call any missile. It allows them to call not just their own, but any other ammunition, uh, including maybe stealing ones from their opponent's <laughs> quiver. Totally. Go ahead and look through the knacks. I don't have a handy list of things no. in in that regard. Yeah, but call missile There's is not, the free talent. Did yeah, call missile is, is the free talent. Totally. The archer is really cool at high circle some of these talents and so forth that they get the the ones that are sort of new and and perhaps unique to them are based on talents that they had previously if i were sort of making my my master tier you know my my 15th circle like what i would pick as my talent options 
I probably would go with Vital Strike, Relentless Recovery. That could be handy in terms of recovering damage. Um, that one's decent. Soul Aegis gives you defensive bonuses. Orbiting Spy increases your perceptive abilities even further. You know, this is all like really solid choices there. Again, second chance. <laughs> it's a, a really nice sort of around general purpose usefulness, but I think there are other things that would be better chosen for you yeah. when you're going that it's route. still not a bad option it's just the least of the yeah it's still not pool. a bad option i just feel like there are probably better ones that you could go with fair i trust that assessment entirely it's, it's a matter of how you're building your archer and what the way i do my options has always been well what would i have liked to have had that i didn't have <laughs> this last couple of adventures on that's the talent i'm going to pick up next the choices kind of looking at these options and going okay if I were actually making an archer, unless there was something mm -hmm. weird with my group where I needed to be filling in some other stuff, I probably would be making choices that would help my offensive capability. Critical hit. Yeah. Probably astral sight, maybe matrix sight, depending on like what I'm expecting to go up against, mm -hmm. you know, so that you have that astral perception to overcome the, other, the penalty you would otherwise get on spirit strike. Wood skin is a decent defensive talent. Give yourself a little bit of extra power. It does cost recovery test. There is not anything in the archer's bunch of stuff that gives them more recovery tests beyond the ones that they get from their toughness and their circle bonuses. The, the circle bonuses. <clears throat> there is a talent that basically provides you with additional recovery tests that can be used to power abilities like this but yeah. the archer doesn't get access to it. So that does nope. somewhat limit your ability to use something like Vital Strike or Vital Ward, which mm -hmm. is powered by that. So you kind of need to, to take a look at what your resources are and, and make your decisions based on that stuff. Yeah. But the, uh, the, the High Circle Archer has some really nice potential for damage output, and especially once you get into these higher circles some increased flexibility into how you can deal that damage. Mm -hmm. The ability like with ethereal weapon, if you want to pick that up to ignore physical armor and go after mystic armor instead. Yeah. And again, overcoming range, darkness, concealment penalties, mm -hmm. missile lock, which allows you to know where a target is. There's just a bunch of, of really cool, abilities that you can kind of pick up and play with throughout this this upper range of the archer oh no doubt there's it's plenty of uh tools plenty of toys in the sandbox sorry uh folks if you have any questions for us about the archer or any other um discipline higher circles that we've talked about those warden and master tiers feel free please to contact us at edsgpodcast at gmail.com in case you didn't know the email address to get a hold of us uh, but otherwise please send us some emails for our email palooza live podcast on february 20th at fredonia con coming Until up yeah in just a couple of days uh it is this upcoming weekend as this uh, episode is scheduled to drop so you got three or four days only a couple of days to get those in you can get them to us by Sunday. Other than after that, folks, you got to wait for the next podcast. So until next time, I suggest you go trust the eyes of the archer for your own legend. Good night, everybody. 